0: welcome to the anatomy of nursing school podcast today we are going to be discussing some mental health resources and the nursing psychiatric specialty today we have guest speaker Ami devay who is the committee head for usga's student health and wellness committee and professor shaw who specializes in psychiatric nursing
1: my name is Ami devay i'm currently a sophomore studying um, public health and i'm doing my master's in health policy I am the USGA committee head for health and wellness. So I'm really excited to speak with you all about mental health resources and just things that students can do um, by themselves to take care of their mental health.
2: Fantastic. And I'm Rachel Shaw. I uh, teach in the undergraduate and the uh, advanced master's nurse practitioner program. Um, I am a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. I started teaching at UAB last year And prior to that, I was working at the VA full time as the nurse practitioner. I still have a faculty practice at the VA two days a week. So I treat um, all psychiatric disorders across the board. I'm excited to be here with you guys today.
3: Okay, guys. So my first question will be for Ami. Can you share some of your personal like de-stressing activities? What do you do on a basis that helps you de-stress?
1: Yeah, so for me, after an entire week's worth of pushing really hard and looking at a screen for so long, um, on Fridays, I give myself like a mini spa day. Um, And so it doesn't take much, but it's nice to have time where like, you can focus on yourself and you can just take a long nice shower and wash off an entire week's worth of work. Um, And then just do something by yourself, whether that's like a small craft or like Reading or scrolling through TikTok, just taking like some time for yourself where you don't have to think about work. Um, that's honestly something that I've been doing. And then, honestly, just hanging out with people. That's like a really good way to relieve stress. Just know that other people around you are just kind of sharing the same thoughts and experiences that you are. So it kind of takes a load off of you.
2: Um, I am very similar, like that. I, I have things that, you know, consistently that I enjoy doing. Um, and on the weekend, I try and separate. It's not as easy to separate uh, completely on the weekend, um, but I try and do things like running. I'm a big outdoors person, so I like running, hiking, biking. I'm excited that the weather's getting warmer because I like to kayak. Um, but when I can't do stuff like that, you know, inside, I like to cook. Um, I'm Italian, so it comes pretty naturally and it's fun for me being with my family as well. Um, and some other little things. I, I love music. So when I just need a, a minute to kind of de-stress, I'll just put some music on. My dog is my uh, comfort too. He's, he's always there. Got a golden retriever named Sherlock. And so, you know, sometimes just something as simple as petting my dog is a good de-stressor. Um, but consistently I try to do something throughout the day, whether it's taking a break and making a cup of coffee or taking a bath sometimes, um, but little things like that. And also the big things when they can come. But we, we know that's not always possible in, in school and, and when life is busy. But
3: thank you guys. One thing, well, yeah, one thing I do want to take away from both of that, both of your responses were um, time alone is very important. Um, some people may, you, you got to kind of find your niche or whatever. Um, some people may like to spend more time with others to de stress, or you spend more time with yourself, or both. Um, I think both of those are very important. I think I spend more time around others. I kind of like, I don't know. Rejuvenate off of that. So <laughs> I do. I get both your responses.
2: I like the way you said that. It's important for each person to find what makes them happy and is de-stressing to them because what works for me is not going to work for somebody else necessarily. And so finding what's important to you, what you enjoy, um, it, is essential. And know yeah, like I said, it's okay if it it's okay if it doesn't work for somebody else. If it works for you, that's what matters.
4: Yeah, de-stressing techniques are definitely personal and unique to each um, individual, but I, I can relate to taking a break to make a cup of coffee. I do look forward to that <laughs> uh, in my day, my cup
2: of coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good one.
0: Michelle, um, what made you want to specialize in uh, psychiatric nursing?
2: That's a great question. So when I was in nursing school, I I didn't want to specialize in psychiatry. Um, and I actually did a lot of stuff in nursing before I did psychiatry, but I always had an interest in it. Um, my brother suffered for a long time with depression and substance abuse. Um, and he ended up committing suicide when he was 20 and he lived with me for many years before that. And I, you know, was firsthand witnessing him with all the problems that he had and it was untreated. He didn't want to get help. And, um, you know, you can't make people get treatment, unfortunately. Um, so it opened up my eyes a lot to mental illness and substance abuse. Um, I did an internship at Walter Reed military hospital and it, I went with a, um, a former professor of mine and it really opened up my eyes a lot to mental health there Uh, my family's military and I'm military myself and so I um, just developed a passion and love for for veterans mental health although um, although I love psychiatry in general but yeah that was kind of the the start to it and then um, it just progressed from there it was it was a big eye-opener and then I just happened to have really good role models and people that helped me have experiences that I don't think I would have otherwise on my own and Yes,
0: I think sometimes people don't really realize the impact of mental health until you see it firsthand. You're kind of like you said, you, you're kind of blind to it at first. And then you kind of have a moment where like you realize it and you see it and you're like, oh, my goodness, this this is a big um, problem. This is a big deal. So I like how you said that that was an opener for you.
2: Yeah. And it's it's great that people are recognizing it more just how important mental health is I've been really appreciative of this past year with the COVID pandemic and how people have realized the importance of mental health but also more accepting of mental illness and that you know it's a lot more common than we think and it's prevalent all around us so I'm excited that it's um it's become a bigger topic that people are, are discussing and, and more people are interested in psychiatry, which is very encouraging.
4: Yes, I do agree that it is a, a very important topic and that has become um, more of a prevalent idea in my personal mind just to be super aware of my mental health as well as others' uh, mental health. Um, and also I like what you said about how um, you know, you didn't really know that you wanted to go into psychiatry at first. Um, and so I think that's um, a cool thing to understand for, you know, pre-nursing as well as, well as nursing school students who don't know what specialty they want to go into yet, um, just to um, have the peace of mind that, you know, you don't have to be super sure, you know, right at first. You can, you can be unsure and explore, you know, different options. Um, And so, Ms. Shaw, do you have any um, piece of advice for students who um, do know that they want to specialize in this area specifically?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The more the merrier. Come on. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So honestly, I think getting into psychiatry, it's very important to to know who you are as a person. Know what your reasons are for wanting to be in psychiatry you know for me like i said it's it was big personal foundation but um psychiatry can be stressful any specialty in nursing is stressful but psychiatry will bring out different challenges for you and so when you have a good foundation and a good reason for why you want to do what you're doing it it makes it a, a lot easier to handle those challenges so um and coming going along with that having good stress management skills which I know we're talking about today and being able to cope with things, have a professional mentor, um, somebody that you can talk to about, you know, what your interests are in it. If you're already in it, um, it's important to be able to share the things you're experiencing because you're going to experience emotions and feelings and some good, some bad, having somebody that's gone through that though, um, that, that you can trust is, is really essential. I think that's the case in any field, but especially so in, in psych nursing, how, uh, I mean, I've talked before having a a balance things that you do to take care of yourself. Those are things that you really need to have in place beforehand, because it doesn't take long before you can get stressed in, in mental health. When it comes to dealing with patients, uh, my biggest piece of advice is don't become too emotionally attached. Um, I mean, you're gonna develop incredible relationships and we have a wonderful ability to take care of people that are at their most vulnerable. You know, whether that's, they're talking to you for the first time about some trauma that's happened in their life or their depression, things like that. That's not that's not stuff that they've probably opened up to with a lot of people. And so you, you have great, great relationships and a great ability to impact people. And, uh, you know, if anybody has questions about it, I'm happy to be that, um, that first mentor to do that.
3: Um, I love how you said to have a reason. Um, this takes me back to the one of the previous episodes we recorded with the SNA president, Joshua. We were talking about why, having a why. You want to be a nurse, but why? Um, that's a huge motivator. And it's important in any aspect, honestly. Why do you want to do this? Um, be motivated. So I like that. And you said know who you are just now. That's huge. <laughs> so. I do love, I love love that, I love that. Um, The next question would be for Ami. What upcoming on campus or even virtual events are going on um, that'll help promote mental and academic stability?
1: Yeah, so honestly, one of the reasons that I actually chose UAB coming in from high school was because of the amount of resources that are on campus. So I give campus tours every week. And something that I always like to point out to prospective students is the Student Health and Wellness Building. Um, Mm -hmm. Just the fact that we have an entire building dedicated to helping students and it's so accessible to the freshmen because it's right near all of the residence halls and then it's just accessible to anyone on campus. It's so nice. Um, And even with COVID, if students aren't actually living on campus, there's so many online resources that UAB has set up for students. Um, So if you aren't on campus and can't go to the Student um, Health and Wellness Center, then you can look on UAB's website and you'll find different hotlines, you'll find counseling groups, you'll find so many different resources that are accessible to all students no matter what. Um, And even if you aren't comfortable enough to go to a counselor through Student Health and Wellness, then there are peer ambassadors that you can talk to if you don't feel like opening up to some of the friends that you have um, on campus. And I think that's really nice because sometimes it doesn't take, sometimes if you want to get something off of your mind, it doesn't take a friend. Sometimes it might just take like a stranger to listen and to give you advice. And I think that's really nice to know. Um, there's so many different resources and something that UAB has been promoting recently is the B app. And so that one app is going to have so many different resources for students in terms of ways that you can track your mental health, ways that you can track nutrition, because that's also a really big part of mental health, the way you eat, um, the way that you spend being outside and exercising and taking care of yourself that way as well. Um, That one app is going to be a really big resource for students coming up as well. Um, And then just in terms of promoting mental health, I know for me and for a lot of my friends, we, if, even if we don't feel comfortable going to like a solid counseling service, it's nice to know that you do have friends around you that you can still ask um, advice for and just people that you can talk to. Um, and even if you don't have a person or like a friend that you want to open up to, then it's always nice to know that there's a lot of faculty and staff here on campus that are, that are there for you and they know Um, how to deal with students and how to talk to students and how to empathize and kind of understand how to work with students. Um, So if you aren't okay using a lot of those resources, which is completely fine, I think it's nice to know that UAB makes sure that there's, that the faculty and staff here are also there for their students um, in a mental health manner.
4: Uh, I like how you said how, um, you know, doing things physically, Um, can help or impact your mental health. Because I can personally say that whenever I work out, whenever I do a face mask, whenever I, you know, do something for myself, go outside, exercise, um, I feel better physically. And I definitely also feel better mentally. Um, And so those two are, those two aspects definitely connect. And I can tell a difference when I put effort into, you know, physical exercise or anything like that. Um, It helps me mentally and it helps me focus more and study.
2: I like Amihay said, you know, there's there's different avenues that people can go about getting help. Not everybody's ready to talk to a counselor or um, and sometimes people don't need that level of intervention yet. Sometimes just having a friend or social support is is enough to get them through. But it's great that there are different ways, whether it's a peer support, um, whether it's your friends, whether it's professional counseling, there's there's avenues for wherever people are ready. Because that's essentially the most important part. What are people willing to do, and are they ready to to get help? Are they where they need to get professional help, or can it be managed with other things that you were mentioning? So, uh,
4: I went to a workshop a couple of weeks ago, a mental health workshop, um, and I realized that UAB gives ca- professional counseling services um, individually, as well as uh, couples counseling um, and group counseling. And I didn't know that that was available to students, but, um, yeah, that's, that's a great resource.
1: And I like how, um, at a lot of these services, they focus on nutrition because I feel like we don't usually talk about the association between what you eat and how you feel mentally, um, because we're so focused on studying all the time that I know a lot of students, even myself who struggle to even do like three solid meals in a day. Um, And that has like a really big tool on the way you think and your mental health and just like how you push yourself throughout the day.
2: That's a good point. And and being virtual has, uh, has created unique stressors uh, for people. And so you, like you said, you would think that being at home, we'd have access to our food and all the things in the kitchen there, we would eat better. But in fact, it's kind of been more stressful in certain ways for people. And I agree with you that nutrition and basic things like that go, unnoticed or have have gone unnoticed and unrecognized there's been a lot of great research lately about the mind gut connection and just how big of a difference that makes so uh, I agree with you I'm, I'm stoked that it's encouraged and talked about on uh, all the platforms so.
0: okay so our next question is for Ms. Shaw in what ways can students learn to manage their mental health
2: um having good social support if you have family or friends, you know, staying connected with them. If you can't see them in person because of the pandemic right now, calling them, Zooming, FaceTiming, whatever platform you're able uh, to do, you know, take a take a step back from school. Don't don't be all school. Uh, you know, thankfully, we're very technology heavy in society now. And I think there are really great um, apps and be Well is probably the best p- place to start because it can be overwhelming the amount of apps, if you go looking for, (laughs) for stuff. So it thankfully has it all kind of consolidated. In addition to what Ami said, eating very healthy. um, I I do know that eating healthy sometimes can be expensive. And so that, that is an issue for some students. There's the the kitchen there at UAB that um, provides food for students who are struggling with getting food though. So, um, you know, I encourage people to reach out if they need help. Sleep is another thing to go along with nutrition that some people overlook. Getting adequate sleep is is everything, because um, it's really hard to succeed as a student if you're not sleeping well.
4: Uh, this next question is for Ami. Um, so how can students, UAB students collaborate or get involved with USGA's Mental health and Wellness committee in promoting um, you know, set in future events?
1: Yeah, so, um, as committee head, I always get excited to hear other people's um, opinions and their ideas. I think it's important that every single person has a different perspective and has different ways in which they deal with their mental health. So it's nice to know when you have different perspectives kind of working together to get one idea or one event done. Um, in terms of USGA, I think it's important to know as a part of you, like UAB student body, who exactly is leading certain initiatives. So if you didn't know that I was the committee head for student health and wellness, I'm happy that you would know now because then you could actually reach out to me and let me know some of your thoughts and ideas. I think it just taking the time to figure out who is doing those events on campus and how you can be a part because honestly, a lot of people in USGA, like if you were to reach out to them and let them know your ideas and thoughts, they would be completely happy to like listen to you and help you kind of integrate your ideas into what's happening. So I know recently we're working on um, like a wellness kit for students and I'm really excited because I just like asking people around me what they would want in a wellness kit or um, just what students need in general, because I know what I need, but it's nice to know that like, Other people have different needs and wants um, in terms of managing their own mental health. So how can I fill in the gap by asking other people what they need so that I can better accommodate for everyone on campus?
3: I think like a great um, thing students can do in order to do that is come to our open Tuesday night meetings, our informal sessions. That's like a great way to come and be updated on what we're doing as an organization and to just be self-informed. Okay, Ms. Shaw, this is um, for you. What are major issues that cause mental health problems in nursing students that you see? Um, And how can students avoid these?
2: Yeah, um, it's a great question. So nursing school is stressful and it brings about a lot of stress and anxiety in students. And it can lead to depression, um, problems with managing mood, which can interfere with sleep. Or studying in school itself can interfere with sleep. All of that kind of interconnects and plays with each other. Knowing, knowing that it's going to be stressful is is important because preparing for it is essential. Um, you're gonna need support. You're gonna need friends, family, um, all the support you you can get before. So I I think having a good solid foundation first is the best way having a balance before knowing how you deal with stress, having good problem solving skills, being organized. Um, I think are great ways to avoid that buildup of stress. Um, but you know, if there's already anxiety and depression and other things going on before nursing school, it can definitely exacerbate it. So making sure that if you have a mental health problem, make get it treated and make sure it's treated adequately and keep your follow-up appointments. Um, you know, don't don't neglect yourself for school. Um, let your professors know what's going on because I promise you, we are here for you. And if something's happening, you know, maybe maybe they can help you with things or, or give you tips on how to manage stuff.
3: Um, I like that she said, don't neglect yourself. I think it's really, it may be hard for some to, to notice that they have neglected themselves. Um, for example, not eating. We talked about nutrition. I mean, I've had personal issues where, um, I, I didn't, I'm supposed to get three meals a day, but that that just wasn't, that's not what was going on. I had to do school. I had all this other stuff. So it's just important to stop and think. Um, and that's where that social support comes in too. Um, I think one thing that, um,
4: I was thinking about in the last question um, or a few questions ago is how COVID has affected people's motivation. Um, and specifically with nutrition, a lot of people have really nutrition has kind of like taken a toll, you know, it's kind of gone in the negative. People have, um, you know, not exercise, you know, as much as they did before COVID or not eaten as well as much as they did before COVID. And a lot of people have done like the exact opposite. They've kind of like, it's kind of boosted their motivation. They're at home a lot. They, they do at home exercises, they eat better. And so I think personally for me, um, I think I've had both, um, you know, at first I was like doing great and then motivation plummeted. And I feel like, you know, motivation is for a lot of people has um, taken a toll. Um, due to COVID.
2: I think you're absolutely right. And the important thing with that is being patient with yourself and forgiving and know that life is a roller coaster. And we're going to have times where we're not so great. And we're going to have times where we're doing really well. Um, And it's okay. Uh, Don't, you know, get discouraged or be down on yourself because you've had a slip up or maybe the past few months haven't been your absolute best. The important thing is being able to recognize it and say, okay, I recognize that A, B, C and D or whatever it may be has, is not my normal, or I'm not happy with how it's going, but I can do X, Y, and Z to address it and fix it and know that it's a one day at a time thing. We didn't get that way overnight. It doesn't change overnight and that's okay. That's the hardest part about um, mental health that I have to stress with my patients is that it's not an overnight fix. You know, with COVID, one thing that I've struggled with is finding that separation from work and home. You know, I'm working from home now and I have found myself, you know, eight, nine, ten o'clock and I'm working and I had to take a step back. Like Rachel, what are you doing? <laughs> it is nine, ten o'clock. You need to be going to bed or, you know, or I was working when my son came home instead of playing with him when like I normally used to. Um, so I've had to work very hard to create that balance and say, okay, it's five o'clock. I'm, I'm done.
1: I was just going to say that, um, for me, it's definitely been a challenge trying to figure out like what the new limitations are. Um, so I know so I'm a pre-med student and so we're already required to do like volunteering and shadowing and things like that. And it's so incredibly hard given all of the differences that COVID has brought along. And so a lot of what me and my friends have been struggling with mentally is that we're doing like all this work. Um, and it's so hard to gauge where we are um, in terms of our academics and just like our extracurricular accomplishments when the past year has been so different in comparison to what it would have been. Um, And so I guess for me, it's been taking a second to just realize like it's okay that I'm not where I thought I'd be Um, to just like take a second and realize that it's okay. And like, I'm doing the best that I possibly can right now. And
4: that's all that matters.
2: You just said that very perfectly. It's okay that it's not perfect and you're Mm -hmm. doing the best you can.
4: Yeah. One thing that I've
0: really taken away from our discussion about mental health is that people may not be aware of like how serious mental health is, or they, people might not want to get help for their mental health because there's like a really big stigma against it. And so I really hope that people listening to our podcast can be more aware of the resources that are available to them. We talked about the Be Well app and the the peer guidance and all that. And Something that I'm going to take away from it is that we really need to like check up on our friends and learn to recognize like the signs of mental health in other people and in within ourselves, really.
2: You know, I'm constantly reminded of just how great people are. I I went to Montgomery to visit my dad this past weekend and this lady and well, I guess those two people in front of me at the grocery store. I'd gone to get my son, I don't know what, something he wanted at the store and Um, this lady in front of the person in front of me just, you know, paid for the groceries and for the person in front of me. And we just kind of kept it going down the line. And, um, but it was just, you know, I just want to do something nice for you and make somebody smile. Is how it started. And it can honestly be just the smallest things. I mean, you know, you don't necessarily have to have some in-depth therapy with somebody, but being a support, um, is, it can go a, a very long way in um, establishing or reestablishing somebody's faith or happiness. And, and that's another thing. Um, speaking of faith is, you know, we, we talked about all these other ways of mental promoting mental health and if spirituality and faith is something that's important to you, then um, that's another great way to, to maintain and support mental health. That um, would be my dog sitting on a squeaky toy. <laughs> or I think one of the important things that we do as nurses is stress the whole individual you know the mind body spirit so don't neglect any of those
4: Thank you so much for uh, participating in our podcast or initiative to bridge that gap between pre nursing and nursing students and you know bring more awareness to um, how important mental health is
2: Thanks for having me yeah thank you I like two
4: points that I wanted to just like bring up one more time, one of them being ice queen jump in. um, Cultural awareness um, is something that Ms. Shaw was talking about and I think that's immensely important um, in the field of nursing to be culturally aware when you're treating patients of different backgrounds um, who are different than you, who grew up differently than you did, um, just to understand, to be aware of their culture um, and how you in how you provide treatment. Um, and she also talked about um, knowing your personal biases, biases um, and to recognize those and to not let those interfere with your treatment.
0: I feel like that's true in whichever specialty you end up going into. And I think something that we need to realize about speaking about personal biases and like being culturally aware is there's a lot of stigma like I was saying earlier around mental health and a lot of people don't want to seek treatment because they're scared about what other people might think about them or they're scared to talk to people. And so I think that's something that we need to keep in mind as nurses is keep an open mind and be that person they can talk to or like help refer them to resources. And we don't need to be, we need
3: to be more aware of how we respond to people. I think um, you can't be closed-minded as a nurse. Nurses are needed anywhere, everywhere at all times. So depending on what you want to do, I guess, you can't, have you need to be aware of your vices, for sure so one thing that um mishad just said was re-establishing faith and hope that's like i always say something is big that was huge <laughs> um that's what i want to do that's why i want to be a nurse so that's part of my why i want to re-establish somebody's faith or hope and that doesn't necessarily have to be religious or i mean spiritual um it's confidence i want people to be confident i want to be I don't know. I just, I'm really passionate about that. I just want to help to simplify it. Yeah, that was well said. That was well said. Um, I think how she was
4: talking about the mind, body and spirit, you know, having that holistic approach when, when you're a nurse and treating patients is, is important to not forget, you know, one of those aspects. I think one, one other thing that she, Ms. Shaw mentioned that I thought was um, important was, Uh, your mindset in preparation for nursing school, just to go into it, knowing that there are going to be times that you're going to be stressed. You know, it's, it's going to be stressful. It's nursing school. Um, And also she said um, prevention before treatment. Um, And so realizing and having that recognition uh, within your mindset to prevent situations where you're overly stressed um, instead of having to treat. Uh, you know, that the aftermath of that situation where you have to treat um, your symptoms of being overly stressed and overly anxious about um, about academic matters. I guess just one thing that
0: I really hope for in closing is that viewers, viewers who are listening right now will be more aware of their resources and be more aware of just
3: mental health. Um, Especially the ones that are, I mean, I don't want to say embarrassed, but the ones that just don't want to come out because they're afraid of what other people say, take that initiative, or I hope they feel more comfortable to take that, that next step in order to better themselves. Yeah, I think
4: another important aspect is, um, you know, for people who might be afraid of, you know, what other people think if they, they try and reach out, you know, um, in regards to their mental health, but also people afraid to reach out because of what, you know, they, they feel like themselves are supposed to be able to handle. Um, you know, to realize that, you know, where, where are my limitations? Where have I passed the line of, okay, I'm not, I'm not mentally perfect right now. You know, I'm not mentally um, okay. You know, it's, it's okay to not be okay.
0: Yeah. And that's what makes us human. I mean, no, nobody
4: is perfect. Nobody. Thanks for listening. This is the Anatomy of Nursing School. Our next episode will feature a discussion on academics, so be sure to tune in.